Welcome to, I don't, gosh, I don't remember what episode this is, but it's one of those, probably in the double digits by now, and uh, so welcome to the podcast on the mount, just in case you didn't know what you were listening to yet, and I have two very special guests with me. She is funny, kind, beautiful, and smart, and he's here, so <laughs> <laughs> it is... Heather and Gary, or Gary and Heather, welcome to the podcast on the mount. I finally got you guys on here after. Thank you you for that glowing introduction. We had to to get with uh, your agents on this, and so it was not fun. By agents, I mean Heather. I was planning, was was getting all this together. So uh, I'm glad to have you guys both on the podcast. Episode 10. Appreciate it. It is episode Episode 10. 10. Episode 10, big one zero. Yep. I'm the one, and Gary's the nine. <laughs> so, uh, if you don't know already, if you've never seen Gary and I, we're practically twins. We look exactly alike. We do. So we wear the same clothes sometimes too. We do. <laughs> one day we just need to we just need to plan it out and uh, and and wear and people are like Gary and I'll I'll answer and then you answer Robbie or we but answer to both names. We, we could do that. So, like when you know, at the end of at the end of uh, the message, when Pastor Gary come up and play, I'll, I'll you, walk you up, up there. there. I'll walk up there too with you, and we're like, oh wait, sorry, sorry, that Gary. That, that could be a skit next time. It could be. Oh, it could be because identity. Yeah, oh, act, I like that. Yeah, and acting because yes. it was yeah. Asher who came up with this. Uh, the title of No More Acting for the yeah. series that we're in. I gave I gave Kujanga one, and it was lights, camera, action. But, uh, you know, it's more of a, I think that was more of a visual one. Instead of no more acting, you can, it's like almost a play on word. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't go, lights, camera, act. Right. Yeah. Because that would be. Weird. That would be weird. Awkward. So, well, glad to have you both on the podcast. We already talked about this gator light before. I don't know what it is. Someone can explain. No, but. If they want to sponsor, if anybody is, if anybody listen is listening, know someone who works at Chick Fil A. <laughs> I need them to be our sponsor. I said this last week when we are not last week, the week before, because we, uh-huh. we were I was on a break last week. Uh, Pastor Sean was on. I said, listen, Chick Fil A needs a sponsor because I had the lemonade, and their lemonade is the manna from heaven. I, that's what I truly believe. That's what. Um, Jesus, you know, I heard that the God. was cooked in anointing oil. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know well, the, 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 lim- the lemonade, the, the water is holy water. So Could be. That, that's why Could Jesus. Be. Yeah. Well, listen, I feel the spirit when I drink it. it so. Smells like the, the never... fragrance of the knowledge of Christ. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, I get the diet lemonade, so there's not I even that sugar in it. I do too, exactly. And I don't know, I don't want to take, listen, the, the diet lemonade is still pretty sweet. Yeah. It, it is. But it, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid, like, for my physical body <laughs> to try the non-diet, the one, yeah, been, yeah because transferred into another dimension. Uh, yeah, I just never recovered. I the, might the literally leave meet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, don't. <laughs> we, we do not want that. So no premature meeting. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. So, how long have you two known each other? Oh wow! Um, I was thinking about how this old today. Is Gio? Um, yeah. Well, but we met before Geo. I know, but just Gio's a couple months 10. before Geo was born. Geo's 10. So, 10 be, years and some change. Yeah, he'll be 11 in June. Over 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, almost, yeah, so 11, 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. Because yeah. Kiara was in 
your care before Jill was born. Yes. So probably closer to 11 years and yes. a little bit. Yeah. And you, we and you went to Cornerstone. Yes. And that's how we when know you each were other. young buck. I was, Before oh gosh, you were I was ever like married or had children. 13, yes. I think. I, once, oh, I was young. A young you young. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to believe that, that was, you once existed. Right. So, and then, and then uh, Kujenga showed up at Cornerstone. Yes. Worked with children. Yes. And then you only had X at the time, yes. right? Okay. And I'm, I, I can still picture just, just chubby little self running oh, around. No, and he was, curls yes, and yes. And then, uh, he, had a, um, he looked like Frazier. He had a receding hairline and kind of a <laughs> Okay. Frazier Crane? Like Frazier Crane. Yeah, okay. He did. Okay. You know they're remaking that? I did. I saw really? that. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're not casting Frazier or what's oh, uh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey yeah. Grammer. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's still re- being in it or not. I don't know. That was such a good. Because everything's about remake, new and improved. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, no. But no. but I think he'll be. I think he'll. He's got to be part of it. Yeah. He's got to be. But he's good enough. Yeah. Exactly. So and then when uh, Kujenga left, you guys left Cornerstone, mm-hmm. yeah. and then started New Beginnings, right. and it was. I mean, in your living room. In my living room. In yeah. your living room. Yeah. Okay. And then. Got, we got to the building, and what's crazy is yes. I've been to that building before. It was a church. It was really? an appliance. Back when you, it was an appliance store. It was an appliance store. I remember phenomenal. going there. I with, don't know anybody who's ever said that they were there before. I, yeah, I remember, remember seeing all the fridges and stove, all that stuff. That's and it was, it, it was wild. It was, it's, hard to, it's hard to believe what it is now. Have you been there since they redid it? I have. It? It's pretty phenomenal. Impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You think the new structure and all of that outside? Yep. The yep. I was there when we had our first uh, missions team here. I yes. went up. I went up there and uh, was it after was it after church and then yeah. One evening, I don't know. Yeah, it was the evening Sunday. Yeah. That Sunday evening, mm-hmm. we yeah. cooked out up there. So yeah, it was. It's amazing. It is such a blessing. I remember to seeing. Oh, well, I remember seeing pictures of when it was the red in the foyer. Oh yeah. And. Um, I don't. It's come a long way. Yeah. Well, you remember, but, but, but I mean, obviously they've changed it several times. But you remember when I first started going there? Uh, I think maybe two years later, they had um, Battle Creek, which I think is now like the church. The church at Battle Creek, or maybe yeah. just the church at things like that. But, just um, the church. Just just the church. Just yeah. The church. And they came in and did the you know the All church the renovations and like I mean from the beginning before that happened to. After the renovation, it was pretty awesome, and now to see, you know, even change more. Yeah. So what? But where? What was in? The, you know where the two classrooms are. As soon as you walk in, there's that there's a new structure they have right in the middle where the classroom is, where all the computers are. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What was that before? That was to to the nursery area. It was one. One room, wasn't it? Was nothing at all. No, it was divided into two, and it was the nursery area. Mm-hmm. Was it always divided um, into two? Yes. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, and then they pulled down that partition. Oh, they made one. And made That's one right. after okay. that. But yeah, it was the nursery and the toddlers right. was, where they, was where they put that. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I remember, cause I remember there was a fish tank in the, in the lobby where I don't know if there was fish in there at some point. So I have a picture of Parker reaching up to the tank and touching the, the, the tank. Really? I oh, yes, that. under the TV. Right? Is that where it was? It Under was. That? It was where. Uh, where we had the chair sitting out. Is that where it was? Where the chair yeah, it was. Out? Well, no, it wasn't against that. It was against the wall where uh, Pastor David's office was. 
it was it was there was a there was a just fish tank and i don't know if there was an office there at that time but there was a fish tank right there interesting and i had this picture parker reaching up and and touching it it i'd have to find it yeah but i did share the one where uh was it asher and parker wearing the same outfit yes they're wearing the exact i mean Exact See, same. Like, like me and you. Like, yeah. You like me, yeah. The same we can show them yeah. 20 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> look. This is what you have to look forward to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Okay, so, but when, okay, as I was also thinking about this too, because when did you guys decide, okay, now we're going to be Gary and Heather together? When, when did that happen? How did it happen? How did it happen? Ooh, uh... I guess, okay, let's say, the first or the second time? <laughs> I know. I remember. Hey, listen. Okay, I remember at New Beginnings there was we 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 there was a there was a season yeah. and we're like a very short season, they're, but a season. They're good. Yeah, they're all right. This is cool. Everybody was like, yeah, yeah, we're on board with this. And the next thing you know, we're like, they're not acting together. This is weird. <laughs> and 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 we don't have to get into why, but. It was Gary's fault. Obviously, it's always my fault. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's always it's always our fault, right? Gary. So. Um, but okay, but okay, but like, did you know then that it was God's plan to to bring you two together, or did you have to go through that time of not being together to really determine that? I had a lot of healing to do, and so I felt like um, I I took a significant amount of time to heal, and we um, for me I'll answer for myself. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I taste that sodium. Yeah. <laughs> it had a lot of sodium. Oh, man. Um, but we had, you know, we were just really, really good friends. And, um, like, it was, kind of, we knew that if we were going to do it again, that our friendship probably wouldn't last doing it and not being able to, to follow through. Right. So, like, to do it one more time or give it one more go ahead, we knew that we needed to be. You know, serious about you know giving it a go. It wouldn't be like dating somebody else where you're right. trying to like we know each other's ugly stuff. So okay, but when how did you two meet in the first place? Like, how did you guys just meet and become? Their family was um, we you know we our families have been friends for a long time, but um, I had a daycare and um, the kids were some of my first oh, okay. clients. So I had my very first one. Best clients. Yeah. Most highest paying clients because they had two kids. Yes. <laughs> That's true. With, with no discount. Let me throw that out there too. Oh. No. <laughs> yep. There it is. Um, he's still bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing you to the kingdom. And now, now you're paying for dinners. Yeah. Yes. Jeez, Gary. With, with no discounts. With no <laughs> With no discount. no discount. That's funny. So now, now you guys are together again, and yeah. we, uh, people can yeah, see yeah. it. So, uh, yeah. Well, man, yeah. is it the, like is it the second up? time? No, it, it, it is. It, it's, yeah, I mean, I had already arrived. But, yeah. You know, I had some growing to do. No. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have my own issues. Gary, I have a couch. You can. I know, right? <laughs> in the doghouse, buddy. Right, yeah. So. No, I, I was. I had my own growing up to do and, and healing. Of areas also but um but yeah i kind of agree with heather like we, we you know when you know somebody for a decade plus 
and you have been through you know all kinds of things with him and, and like you know Heather said you know saying you're you're good you're bad you're ugly and mm-hmm. all that there was no like if we're gonna try this there was no like well we're gonna date for six months and see how it goes like we I don't not that I can't ever learn more about her but like I've seen her at her worst today and at her best today and she's seen me at my worst today and best today and so um, it's kind of like. So we're just saying this is a daily thing, seeing the worst of each other. Okay. Whew. Yikers. Boy. <laughs> but this is, so obviously, I mean, your kids know each, have known each other forever. Yes. Um, how, are they, how are they reacting to the blendedness at this point? I mean, it's... it's it, it's, um, it's obviously, it's going to be... I think overall they love it. Yeah. In my opinion. It's going to always be a challenge because it's a different, um, it's a little bit different than what they're used to. I think I've been around forever and it's been around forever, but it's a different uh, type of relationship yeah. um, that they see us in. Like, I don't think Heather's relationship with my kids has changed much. In my opinion, she can speak to that if she wants to. And I don't really think that my relationship with her kids have changed much Um Maybe it needs to be, but I don't, I don't think it has. But I think they see us interacting different than they did. Um, and so there's going to be always some growing pains with that. But I think overall, I think they, they, they're excited about it. I mean, I've been single um, for a while. So <laughs> like, I don't know like it's about time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to ask this question because this just popped into my head. Gary, when you talked about uh, wearing the mask and trying to pick up girls, <laughs> uh, was this before? <laughs> You he were you were with, with Heather. With something he already knew. <laughs> oh. Oh wait a minute! No. <laughs> She's already seen this face. I don't have to worry about it. Yes, with, with my wonderful beard too. Uh, <laughs> shave it off right oh, now. Gosh, no, 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 no. Uh, yes, it, it was it was pre Heather. Um, I I I, 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 only, I only have eyes for her. Oh. So <laughs> only have eyes. I can't sing, but you know the song. Sing it for me, Gary. Okay. Uh, speaking of singing, Gary, you were a Backstreet Boy. Well, pre pre Backstreet Boy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that until you met. I don't know when, when was it a breakthrough? You brought that up, or maybe it was just random. I don't even know that you do. Yeah, I remember you talking about. I used to be in a in a, in a group with I don't know how three other four other guys. Uh, there were a bunch of other guys. Um, I don't know. Five other guys. Five other. What kind of music did you guys sing? We did perform? R&B and jazz. R&B we did, we did and jazz. some um, like our spin on contemporary Christian. Okay. Mostly was R&B and jazz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you left that because uh, Kiara was on the way, right? Um, or that was the so. There's two. So we were in a group um, called Satisfaction. Ooh. And, yeah. It, it, that it, is a good. And that FYI, is. FYI, I bring something like I think it's cool. The, the name of our first album was going to be Guaranteed. Satisfaction. Oh, <laughs> we let's we, me and you, we can do it now, Gary. Me and you, you can, and Monica, and Hank. yeah, or you know, me singing and you just being quiet. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, but, um, that group kind of um, fizzled out as, as people, you know, got older, have kids, yeah. graduated college, and things like that. But I was in a um, gospel choir that actually got signed to a recording deal. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, my daughter was born. Okay, and, that's what it was. Um, I had to you know, trade riches for, yeah. for kids. You know, that's how that works, right? <laughs> so they went on tour. And riches I, I for another in, riches. Because yes. 
kids are expensive. And I, and I get to bring it up when she's older. Yeah. Like, you know what I gave up for you? I get to bring that yeah. Up. Like, put me in the nice nursing home. <laughs> right? <laughs> I could afford this a better nursing home if yeah. I would have recorded it. Yeah, if I would have right? recorded <laughs> Oh, that's, that's funny. And then, uh, Heather, you weren't part of any Spice Girl uh, connection, were you? No, I, I've tried to quit. No, I did um, singing stuff in, in high school. I did, you know, um, the, oh, what is it? The you know, I all choir? I, did, I was in Allstate um, a couple of years in a row, and then I did um, competition, competitive uh, singing, where you sing for, like, college professors. And oh, they, okay. They critique you on your musical ability. Couldn't do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't sing anyway. But okay, well, I take it. There are certain songs that I could do. I think I sound pretty good at. But I mean, that's just me. But we all have that deaf ear to ourselves. We think we sound amazing. Um, and then, you know, when you hear somebody else sing, you're like, ooh, way better. Like I've done enough karaoke to know I'm not good. If I have to carry, I mean, karaoke is to. You know, carry without a tune. That's Japanese. That's what that's what it means. A, I don't know that. Doesn't yeah, I don't know. Care, come on. That, hey, that sounds good though. That's not what it means. Then, then I should just I should just rolled with it, man. Oh, I should oh, just rolled okay. with it. So, and then uh, Heather, I know that you were military, uh-huh. correct? Yeah. What branch, if I can ask? Uh, Army. Army. Okay. How long? Uh, four years. Four years. Give or take. And so you were the uh, first class general. I'm pretty sure. Um, no, I used to um, to brief them. I did like intelligence briefings. Oh, nice. Like so. Okay, and I wonder why you're so smart. Yeah, smart. Then, uh, Alexander came along, and I left that career behind. Yeah. Look at that. See, she had to give up her. I did. I did. Do you remember being with him too? Career. I don't think I ever have. See, she, she's a better parent. Than yeah, me. I am. Yeah. We knew that. When uh, when when. <laughs> When Parker was born, I kept wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't give it up. Uh, but, I mean, I think you... You started yeah. doing it with clothes on, though, and, and that was a, a nice... Well, listen, on time... Listen, I've always wore clothes. Just, it's just... just the, no, it's just the different style of clothes. That's what it was. So, yeah, I mean, I used to just wrestle in some workout pants and my Robbie Austin t-shirt on mats, mind you. That's where I started. Actually, okay, not where I started Um my cousin Kevin, who was a guest on the, the podcast, and we started in his living room nice. with his two other brothers. And we would just, <laughs> you know, he'd pretend to pick me up and I'd just fall backwards on the couch uh-huh. like I just got slammed or whatever. Uh-huh. And so that's where we started. But then, you know, as we got older, then we, we got Matt from um, Rita. You know, uh-huh. she, her and her husband used to come oh, to yeah. church. We, we, uh-huh. She ran a gymnastics studio. So we borrowed mats oh, from her oh, and yeah. was able to wrestle on the mats at Ziggler. And then we did we did a um, special like lock in event with my cousin's church at the yeah. t- at that time, and and it was so much fun. And then eventually we got a ring and we got yeah. people to train us. And then that ring was pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah, I well so we first started out with a boxing ring. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it was a oh, Gary's phone's going off right, right in the middle of the podcast. Always. Can't take him anywhere. Uh, Starting the boxing ring, I mean that thing was solid. Mm-hmm. It had no given a wrestling ring. You have a little bit of bounce, yes. and we try to we try to replace wood long enough, and you know long enough for we 
for whatever reason we got the site we got the length wrong mm -hmm. so it did not turn out well at all yeah. and we were got a, we was able, we were able to return on that wood but and we eventually got hooked up with a friend of mine who was been wrestling a long time so we had some train someone train us professionally mm -hmm. finally we got licensed nice. and then we were in the ring and then i continued for seven years ish uh -huh. and then i was just like this is boring now and oh, i stepped yeah. away okay. yeah I, know that's why you I stepped away it. yeah it was just yeah. just got boring and lame and then you know there's always the politic portion of anything mm -hmm. and yeah. yeah so now i just watch it on tv nice. there you go i still dream yeah so maybe you can be an announcer one day oh i've, I've announced i've refed i've managed i've done it all okay so nice. i would not say that i am a veteran of any sort or i'm good at any of it but <laughs> uh but i i've done it I've done it all so um well, that's pretty impressive yeah and so you know, you know, Michael was part of my cousin. Mm -hmm. Well, both my two of my cousins, and then a bunch of other people that now only out of everybody who was there in the beginning, I think only one person like kept going. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Kyle doesn't do it anymore because someone landed on his knee, and and he just never, never rehabbed his knee. Yeah. yeah, and so now you he. You tend to need two knees. Yeah, especially doing that. Recommend this. So, yeah. it's fun. But anyway, every once in a while I dream about getting getting back into it. But I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I don't, I, don't, I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. Especially like places I would travel. Travel to Tahlequah, and uh, yeah. sometimes I get gas money. Sometimes I get an Indian taco. But uh, right. you know, some you know, some it's good. Can't get an Indian taco into the gas tank. Yeah. Nope, not not before wrestling. Afterwards, it was fine. Yeah. So, it was it was pretty fun. So. Um, yeah. How old? How old is Ki Ki uh, Kiki now? She is thirteen. Going thirteen. Yeah, I have Jennifer Garner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. She's thirteen. Going thirty. Let's see. Parker's gonna be thirteen this year. Yep. It's not fun at all. Right. Yeah. Not at all. Is uh, you started as as your your boys. Ever just called you bro or bra? All the time. Yeah. Both of them. Not just my boy, my daughter does too. All the oh. time. Yeah, but both of them do. He does it more. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Parker was like, I'm bro or bra? I'm like, don't. Mm -hmm. So when he, when, he, when he does that, I start calling his Fortnite game Fork Knife. <laughs> and then he he, 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 he shuts his he mouth pretty quick. Yeah. So. I think it's like a term of endearment, though. Like, my son, he'll get in the car and he'll be like, all right, bro, do what happened today. I'm like, not dad, not father. Not it's like, I love you, you know. Like, no, what's up, bro? Bro, yeah. I think that's kind of, kind of the equivalent of the 90s dude. Everything is dude. It is. Yeah. yeah. I remember saying yeah. dude oh, a lot. Dude, yeah. And then that movie, Dude, Where's My Car, car came out. Yeah. And then everybody, uh -huh. I remember that when that came out, we were like, dude, where's my car? Where's my car, dude? the Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if they got it, but it was the dude commercial. You remember? No. I think. Dude. Right. Yes. Oh. Dude. Dude. I think so. Dude, I yeah, think that sounds yeah. familiar. I think it was. You're a little too good at that. <laughs> right. I've lived through the '90s a little bit, so. You lived through a lot of decades. <laughs> so, and so those of you who don't know, we don't know how old Gary. Well, listen, I don't know. Heather, do you know? Um, I because <laughs> because the situation is that you had two birth certificates. Correct. Okay, and so 
they you don't know like no one knows exactly nobody that, that can verify with me anyway <laughs> including the state of california which is state of california yeah jeez yeah I, i'm a, I'm a walking mystery well it's california for you but yeah. uh yeah well you know back, back in my day they didn't keep great records anyway <laughs> so. i mean stone does decay <laughs> so <laughs> uh, yes. so yeah i'm gonna keep on talking and i'm gonna pump up some insulin right now so no, please do please yeah um, 23 years now. Yeah. 23 years. 23 years. Being the diabetic. Uh -huh. Yeah, and it's it has its up and downs, you know. Literally. literally. Yeah. 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 My dad was um, a diabetic, so I get that. Yeah, sometimes it's harder to take to to, to manage everything, and even with all the new technology that they have yeah. now that it can still be tough. It, the toughest part is affording it all. Because oh, I had these sensors, and I won't name the company that I should. Because you should get sponsored by them. No, he wouldn't have said anything good about it. I, no, I, 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 I can tell you. I, get, I, get some, I have these sensors that I would wear, and they can communicate with my pump and with, uh -huh. and, and with my phone. Well, it, it often disconnects. It often oh, stops working. Yeah. It, it The battery doesn't last long. That's scary. It's all this stuff. And um, there's a box of five. Mm -hmm. Those are five. They each last seven days. Wow. For the box is $500. Oh, that's With right. insurance. Wow. With, with insurance. With insurance. With insurance. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Right? I don't know. But uh, now I have these um, Freestyle Libre 2 which doesn't communicate with my phone yet. There's not an app, it's not FDA approved, but it will uh, alert me when I'm going high or when I'm low. So I just yeah. have to scan my arm and, and tell. I'm currently getting those through Creek Nation, so of course I'm not paying anything out of pocket nice. for that. But Good. when I had um, when I had been paying out of pocket for it, it was every month about $30. Uh -huh. Well then the next following year it went up to 75. Wow. Yeah. So, I've heard sometimes you can ask them what is the what would it be with no insurance, and sometimes it's less. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah. you know now they're taken care of, and so That's I have a so good. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine having. I have a good friend who has a daughter who uh, has diabetes, and I couldn't imagine just. I remember they found out she was like maybe three, mm -hmm. and I couldn't imagine as a parent having to go through that. But then, you know, uh, she's still pretty young, and having mm -hmm. to like manage that herself. I mean, obviously with her. Yeah. Having to manage that as the parent and the kid, like, I, I, so it never takes the break. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. It's not like, okay, well, I'm going to deal with it for two years and then I'll be okay. Not one. Okay. Not one bit. I remember where, uh, at Cornerstone, I don't know if you were there, some of you think you would have Young, my mom was like, let's go up to the front, let's pray for healing of diabetes, or take, take this away from you. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, yeah, because I'm tired of poking my finger. And right. so I went up there and prayed and prayed and prayed, and of course, it never happened. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, well, let's live for it. Oh, yeah, on this side of heaven, yes, mm -hmm. exactly. But uh, I, years after that, I kept on praying about it and praying about it, and I was like, you know, Lord, take this cup from me if, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, I, then I got confirmation. Like I could just, I could, I just felt it. I heard it, and God said, G Jesus was like, 
I'm not going to I'm not going to heal you from this on this side of of heaven because there's a reason why I'm trying to teach you, you know, something in this lesson. So uh, I said, okay, God doesn't want me to uh, be healed of this. Um, and I think, I believe that's just so that I could show that I can, as a, as someone who is type one diabetic can do anything that they want in life without any restriction. Mm -hmm. There is a, um, current professional wrestler with, you know, the big company that is a type one diabetic and he mm -hmm. is going out there and putting it all on the line. It's just, mm -hmm. it's crazy. I was talking to Kyle and I said, I don't know how he doesn't just bottom out get a low butcher during this right. match. and yeah. I've seen him I've seen him wear a sensor during yeah. one of his matches mm -hmm. he wasn't wearing one the last match that I saw him and I was like I don't know how he's not botting him out botting bottoming out on these things and yeah. uh, I don't know but he's he's doing it and I'm like that's 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 exactly you know what I want to you know to be you know even if it's nothing nothing that big but yeah. it could be oh, yeah. just living yeah. Like you don't have to live without, with any restrictions on your life. You can do whatever. So, yeah. And I think they, that can go with almost any illness and disease that that you have. You know, whether it be, yeah, whether it be something as diabetes or something, you know, as cancer. You know, just take care of yourself, but live your life. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's great. And I, you know, I, Parker's about that age where I was diagnosed. So. You know, always you know wanted to get him t you know tested to see if he carries that, and so I don't think he hasn't shown any signs of it. So I, he may have, he may have, he may not. So yeah. which would be good. But if he does, then he has me who knows everything. Yeah, everything. It's me for the boys because you know normally the way the genetics rolls with it is you expect it to skip a generation. Yeah, my father was type one and. Um, his paternal grandmother was type one, and so we were like, oh, like they did not hit the genetic jackpot yeah. right there. And so I had them tested and retested um, several times, and, and always kept an eye on them for that. My grandpa, my mom's dad, what was that? Maternal, maternal grandfather. Yeah, yeah, maternal grandfather. He had type two. Mm -hmm. um, Later on in my mom's life, she type two, uh -huh. um, and then my grandma eventually type two. Of course, when she was much older, and then um, hers got to a point where she had to be actually in its insulin dependent. Uh -huh. So, for the longest time, I was the only one with type one uh -huh. in my family. Everybody else had type two, and my dad he uh -huh. had type two. So it's like, uh -huh. man, I would love to rather take a pill than take these injections and whatnot but now that i've had it for so long it's just it's part of what yeah it's i don't i don't think sometimes i forget sometimes i'm eating i'm just like oh i forgot to take insulin just because i'm just it i have the pump and so it's really easy just to pump it you know but it's also easy to forget that oh, yeah. that you even need it because there have been some days or a couple of days in a row where i haven't had to take much insulin because it's just been so well in control so well handled wow. and um and then there's some days where it's just like why won't this go down why yeah. will not my blood sugar not drop so i don't like those days yeah but i also yeah. don't like the days where i just can't get my blood sugar up yeah so that's not good so well right you know what let's jump in to our text what we're going to be talking about right. today
This is Scoop Walker on Grillum for God with Pastor Mark to talk about understanding the Bible. Thanks, Scoop. Uh, that's Mike. Right, Mitch. Let's talk about John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, exactly what does that mean? Well, Scoop, it says that God loved the world so much... No, 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 what does it really mean? I think the passage is clear, uh, Scoop. Our listening audience wants to know the hidden meaning. I think you're trying to read more into it than you need to. God gave his message in simple-to-understand language. But isn't it significant that every third letter spells Forgoblotten? That's Swedish for cold spaghetti. That means something. Will you just read the passage? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. We're going to be talking about our new series at Zion Community Church, our hashtag empowered. Uh, We were in Acts chapter 1 this week. I don't know uh, where we're going to be next week, but... I would assume Acts chapter 2. Be my thoughts. But it could be anything. We only, well, we got to chapter, well, we at least reached to chapter 19 this this week in Acts. Yeah. So um, um, we'll talk about some biblical facts and some truths, things that we learned uh-huh. from uh, our sermon uh, yesterday, and then um, kind of just share on what the Lord had um, had spoke to us, and oh, I'm in a different version of the translation. Okay, um, and then yeah, we'll just we'll just talk about it a little for a little bit, and then we'll we'll be done. We won't be too much longer. So, um, oh my god, I'm gonna rate this thing. Okay, so let's uh, let's go ahead and read. I'll read. Uh, I'll read a couple verses and then we'll we'll pass it around. We got we'll just read the those first eleven and then we'll kind of dive in. And there's the chapter nineteen in there that we can dive into if we can get to it. But uh, I'll go ahead and start. So Acts chapter one, verse one. I'm reading out of the ESV version. You can just read out of any version that you like. Uh-huh. But, so in the first book of oh sorry in the first book O oh, Theophilus. Did I say it? Theophilus. Theophilus. Wow, man. Right. <laughs> Some words right there. I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up. After he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, he presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many uh, proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but wait um, for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with, um, baptized with the Holy Spirit uh, not many days from now. So who wants to start at verse 6 and read a couple of verses? Um. I can. Um, I'm in the message version. It says, when they were together for the last time, they asked, Master, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel now? Is this the time? He told them, you don't, know, you don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. What you'll get is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes on you, 
you will be able to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all over Judea and Samaria, even to the ends of the world. You want to finish the last two? Sure. Uh, I'm in the um, NIV version. So, mm-hmm. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently upon into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who, is, who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way that you have seen him go into heaven. Awesome. So we have, um, you know, so we, we, we talked essentially, this, you know, this was just kind of the, the time that he spent with um, his disciples after his resurrection. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was talking about... Um, being able to, um, where he was saying there was a verse uh, four and five. So you uh, you heard from me for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Mm-hmm. And well, I really loved this text, and, and Pastor Kujanga has a great way of presenting the Bible. From you know we've known him so many years, he has a great way of teaching it, right? And putting on we're on a level where anybody can understand it, yeah. right? And um, so I, I really loved the the fact where he was talking about the baptism with John was is not the same with baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh-huh. uh, and it, you know people often people think well I'm baptized I should already have the Holy Spirit, right? Um, but you know it. it he explained it many times before, but it's it, it's more like we have that spirit with, within us already. Uh-huh. If we just need to activate that switch uh-huh. and come upon us instead of within us, it will come come upon us. And I, I don't remember what what verse that was, but it should be I think within Acts where it talks about the Holy Spirit will come upon you uh-huh. instead of in you. Uh-huh. Um, so I really I really like that. I really love that the distinction there between John's baptism and the Holy Spirit's baptism. Right, it's, that there's a delineation yeah. between the two. Yeah. I think one of the things that um, that really sticks out there is definitely the fact that there are two separate baptisms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's really important to know. But basically what Jesus was saying to them was, um, you know, look, I've, I've been teaching you and I've discipled you for the past couple of years and it is not going to be enough to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I know that sitting in the church for however long, you know, that I was a part of the church and then not a part of the church um, growing up and stuff, it wasn't until I was an adult that I had someone uh, talk to me about the Holy Spirit. And I was like, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Um, and then it was still um, a couple of years later that I was like, yeah, I'm missing something. Yeah. And so to pray for that and to ask for that and to receive that and to see the difference of, you know, merely being saved and sealed with the Holy Spirit and then one operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit um, is a dramatic difference. And so, um, yeah, there's a difference between being saved and operating in that supernatural um, power that comes from the Holy Spirit, things that you don't quite understand that you and you you're fine with not totally understanding it. You just mm-hmm. know to do what you need to do, um, and seeing the the fruit of that and and other people. 
But yeah, Jesus was basically telling him, this is not going to be enough to get you through. And so you're going to need something else. So wait for it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, you know, I grew up hearing about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's great. I knew there was the Trinity. I right. get that. Mm-hmm. I knew all that. Um, but I didn't know, I didn't realize that there was a separate thing mm-hmm. you needed to do to activate, you know, quotation, activate that Holy Spirit mm-hmm. on, uh, in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, that I thought, you know, getting with the baptism, mm-hmm. I knew about the baptism, I knew about accepting Christ into your heart, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so when I started to look, when, when I've heard more and more about it, I'm thinking, okay, once I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit and I receive the Holy Spirit upon me, you know, I'm going to just start speaking in tongues right away and get all this. When I see or hear these different things that's happened that other people experience, I'm thinking, all right, that's going to happen to me. Like, all right. And, you know, and then the other part was like that earthly part of me is like, that's, that's kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, in church I've heard people speak in tongues. I'm just like, what? when I was younger, especially, Growing up, I'm like, what is what is this? I don't know what this is. I don't want to be a part of this. This was a little weird. Uh, but, um, you know, and then it was a thing, it was a men's breakthrough where, uh, I don't know who talked about the Holy Spirit on this one, but Joe Shepard, he led me through, and fun fact, he's my landlord too, but uh, he he led me through that um, in, in receiving the Holy Spirit. Now, I at least I don't remember, but I don't I don't I don't have never spoken in tongues, mm-hmm. but I could have at that time. But it's been so long ago, and I've been thrown around and landed on my head a couple of times. So <laughs> I know that I know that, but um, it's still it's still a, a, a an amazing thing, and I can still feel the Holy Spirit is still within me and still leading me through. Um, and I'll admit, some days I don't listen to him, but well, I think that, and that's a, an interesting thing about the power of the Holy Spirit is when the Spirit is there and moving and working, you know, and mm-hmm. there are physical manifestations. Um, and so, like, especially if, like, if you remember when, um, you know, you were being called to salvation and, like, you knew you needed to go up to the front except Jesus, like, you felt that the heart palpitations or the burning ears or the, the, the flip-flop in your stomach. Yeah. Like, there are physical feelings that you actually can feel with the Holy Spirit. Um, and I, I've always thought that that was interesting. Several years ago, um, Pastor Kujenga taught about um, the Holy Spirit, and there was a difference between unclean spirits and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. And one of the interesting things that he had said, you know when the Holy Spirit comes, you don't necessarily know when he leaves. And so, and he taught out of, I just looked it up while we were talking. It was uh, 1 Samuel 15 when um, the Holy Spirit left Saul. He didn't know it. Mm. Um, And so the um, Holy Spirit makes himself known when he comes and he can leave quietly. On the other hand, when an, an unclean spirit comes, he comes quietly. And usually, you know, when Jesus is casting one out, they speak and they'll say something. Like, they, they make themselves known before they leave. Yeah. And so that's their kind of polar opposites. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about that um, lesson that he gave that made a lot of sense. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think it's important to note, too, that when people are baptized in the Holy Spirit, um, it happens a little differently for all of yeah. us. It is possible to receive the Holy Spirit as you're being baptized um, in the water, and there are a couple of accounts like that in, the, in Scripture. And then it's also possible that you have to, to have that done afterwards. And, and we read about that in Acts 2. He's like, oh, you, uh, not in Acts. Where was it? Was it in Acts 19 when they had... Um, when he was like, you know, have you guys received the Holy oh, Spirit? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we haven't even heard yeah. of the Holy Spirit. I just, I just and he's like, out. oh, okay, well, you were baptized in water. Now there's another baptism that you, yeah. that you need. And yeah. so, well, so it, it we was, know that sometimes it doesn't happen at the same time. Right. And, and, and you know, getting into Acts chapter 19, it was it was interesting because Paul Paul was like, you know, in, again, I like the way at, at Pastor Gujanga had said it. He's, Paul's like, I, I, I know you. Mm-hmm. All right, I know Jesus. Uh, what did he say? I know Jesus and I know, I know Paul. Paul. Oh, and I know Jesus and I know the, the demon. The demon said that. Demon, I know Jesus yeah. and I know Paul, but I don't know who you are. Right. And that's the whole. Uh, <laughs> when it happened, and my this is my mind works about th- things that I've seen on in movies or TV shows or right. something on TV. My my mind will work like this, where it was the Rock was like, who do, who 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 are you? And you know, go to speak, and it's like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, so that 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 that's what popped in my head, and yeah. and it's like one I can imagine on those disciples that one it could have been a like a punch to their ego uh-huh. where they think they have Jesus, uh-huh. that working in His name, uh-huh. the, the demons like I don't know who you guys are, uh-huh. and it's like oh well maybe I don't have. I mean, I don't have this Jesus in me, and, and oh, so so you know, and we and after this, we don't really don't hear any more much about these these disciples of uh, of Paul's. Uh, it's like, you know, we don't hear any more about him. There's a bunch of stories where we hear these amazing things happen, and we don't hear about him ever again. Yeah. And throughout the Bible. The seven, 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 oh, seven. Yeah, yeah. seven. Yeah. And. Uh, but I, I I loved I loved how you know and then we go back and then you know Paul was like he was saying it's like well you've been baptized with the water but mm-hmm. not with the Holy Spirit and so I really I, lo- I love this story because you know the they're trying I, I believe they were trying the, they believe that they were doing something good and something mm-hmm. in Jesus name and maybe they were but yeah. you know as we're saying it's almost like the that false teacher. Uh, oh gosh, I can't even think of the word, but it's like almost like the the false teacher uh, in the world where they be saying a lot of great things uh-huh. and it sounds really biblical, uh-huh. but when you go in through it and you're like, well, that that's not right. Doesn't quite line up. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't quite line up. And so, you know, I've seen a lot of these videos lately where people will uh, talk about uh, different pastors in their just a clip of their sermon uh-huh. and. And then they say something, and then the person comes up and goes, "Well, no, this is not what the Bible says, and uh-huh. it's a false teacher." Um, and then again, I think you have to look at the full context of what oh, what yeah. they were preaching. Yeah. They take, taking a clip out of everything, which okay. we've we've seen a lot in the world yeah. in the past. I don't know how many years where clips, audio clips, will be taking uh, taken or video clips will be taken out of context, and then a whole another story runs with it. And yeah. so. Uh, and I, I believe as Christians, we can do that. We can take 
a snippet of a verse and then we can try to make it justify what we're doing mm-hmm. um but with well, this one oh, oh no i thought you no i, I didn't I'm just gonna no, I was going to say, I, I think it's interesting because, you know, you said, and I guess we don't know that I can recall anyway, uh, you know, your assumption is, is that they thought they were doing the thing, right? They, mm-hmm. they you know, and um, I think that's, uh, you know, we've talked about the good thing versus the God thing, you know, yes. said before, and um, and even Heather and I have had this conversation about, about praise and worship where, um, you know, you can be up there and you're like, okay, well, if I just hit this note right here, then you know the congregation that really move. Yeah. And it's not about the thing that you not the acting that you do. It's not about the note. It's not about the way you pray. It's not about any of that. Um, it's about the spirit. And the spirit's gonna do what the spirit does. And it doesn't need you to hit a note. It doesn't need you to pray a certain way or to to grunt when you when you you know preach or, or whatever. Yeah. And um, so you know I'm, I'm sure they thought that they were you know, they they were really probably doing something. They were you know it wasn't with any malintent or anything like that. Um, but um, when we're trying to do things in our own strength and not, you know, not um, incorporating God or, or the Holy Spirit, that's where we, you know, we, uh, that's where, it, I guess, where the rubber meets the road. We find out, oh, <laughs> you are not God. You know, you know there, mm-hmm. there is that difference. And, um, yeah, so. Well, Heather, that answers that Gary was paying attention on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and the, the, one of the points that you were talking about, it was one of the, the truths that was the identity lessons that we learn is that don't use performance to establish your identity. Right. Uh, and so, you know, if you want to be up there and you want to be grunting and hitting the best note and, and making sure that you're trying to build a hype, you're going to hype up the audience to the congregation, it's not a concert. You know, you're here just, and I've never been up on the stage doing leading praise and worship before, but what I can imagine is, and where I can see it actually in the evidence on how you guys help lead the worship is you're just up there and you're singing to the best of your abilities and you're not, you know, hyping up the hyping up the crowd or let's you know you'll hear you know clap your hand you know uh-huh. jesus you know say but you don't ever hear it's like it's like if you love jesus in this place <laughs> you know <laughs> make some noise we don't have a smoke right. machine and all these fancy lights going off that some churches do and they're great yeah i've been to those churches before and and i think those things can help um help set a mood, set a mood. Yeah. but you know, when you get the strobe lights blasting out and the cherry lights coming on, yeah. it, it's okay. Listen, okay, calm it down. But uh, yeah, you know, your performance to you know don't use performance to establish your identity. Um, that's hard to do because that's that's you know like, like Pastor Kudenu mentioned. That's kind of like what the world teaches us to do, mm-hmm. and um, you know whether it's our job or whether it's even relationships. You know, um, well, I can tell that they love me because they treat they they do this, they buy me this, or whatever. And so we are so uh, often um, identified by what we do, how, how we act, and that kind of thing, that even though we spiritually, we know that that might not be the case, but because we're involved in that, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, it's hard for us to uh, oftentimes to um, realize that there is a difference. You know, I think we get caught up with that a lot yeah. of times. Even with the praise and worship, there's been times where I've been to um, another church and like that, and, and this is my praise and worship, and they can't sing at all, <laughs> you know. But 
you can feel and see the representation of the spirit moving in there, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the note they say it's or almost, anything it, like that because they can't see it. Yeah. You know, but but you can just feel it, and you walk out, and you're like, wow. Yeah, it, it's almost it's almost as if the joyful noise to the Lord mm-hmm. is present in the room. Oh, and, and, and different, yeah. the joyful noise of the Lord is a whole lot different than the joyful noise to the to the people or the yes. congregation. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and it's and it's very important. I think one of the the notes that um, Kujenga had said um, that made a good point was about that identity and and um, how, especially we as Americans, American Christians, and an American. Um, I guess ways of life is is your your do is your who and mm-hmm. so you know he asked for examples of um, you know who is um, Kobe Bryant and yeah. um, he's a basketball player no that's what he does that's not who you know that's not who he was right um, and so we tie so much to what we do and you know someone who has a um, a profession that has clout is given more credit than someone yeah. who doesn't, and it's totally backwards to what the um, what the the word says um, that we are who we are by birth, and we are who we are by you know the blood of Christ, mm-hmm. by the finished blood of Christ, and it doesn't have anything to do with that. And so, and he was pretty bold in, in what he had said, and so he made the mention about um, homosexuality and. You know, when a baby's born, you know they don't they don't yeah. bring them out and say, you know, congratulations, you have a, you know, wh- uh, whatever, and because that's not your your who. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I've had this discussion with Kujenga. If I um, went along with everything that I'd ever done or every thought that had gone through my head, then my who would be. You know who I identified myself as would right. be very, very different um, than who I know myself to be, because um, you know I would have fallen, followed every every thought that I had, and so you know just because you have homosexual tendencies or you have homosexual thoughts, that doesn't make you homosexual. Right. Uh, just because um, you know you have, and it's the same thing. You know that was one of the things that that I worked through myself in um, therapy. You are not your feelings. And learning to separate that, right. but our English language tells us that it is because you don't say I have anger; you say I'm angry. You don't say, um, you know, I'm half. You know, I have happy feelings. You say I am happy. Yeah. And so we associate that. We think, well, that's who I am. I am an angry person. I am a happy person. I am a depressed person. Right. I am depressed. Like that. There's this identity. In, in these feelings that's not supposed to be there. Yeah, I uh, one of the ladies who uh, runs the program up in Oklahoma City who um, puts on the diabetic camps and these weekend getaways and stuff that I go to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she had instilled into a lot of us, and we still slip up, but we instilled to someone else, all of us, is that we are not um, we are not a diabetic. We are a person who has diabetes, with with diabetes. Mm -hmm. And so, because that doesn't define who we are. And I always love that, and I, and and anytime, and I've slipped up either before or when, as we were talking about, talking on the podcast where, you know, I have 
type one diabetes, you know, or I, I am a type one diabetes. Now, I've, I've said it before. I think I've said it on this recording, um, but uh, I always try to remember that you know I'm a person with di diabetes. I don't. Uh -huh. That's not. That doesn't define me. That's what I have. Uh -huh. um, but I'm not a diabetic. Uh -huh. So um, that's that. You know, that's that's what. It is. So when you know, a lot of people. Will, um, I've gone to, you know, Christmas parties and things like that, and we're like, oh, well, no, this person, he can't have such and such because he's diabetic. I'm like, calm down. I can have those cookies. Let me, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but, and, and, and you want, when you're on, you were, you were on your point of where you were, you get up there and you try to make sure you hit the right note. So I've also been guilty where I'm doing, do a skit up there uh, in front of the congregation, and I'll be praying. It's like, Lord, help me remember all my help me remember the lines, but speak through me. Right. You know. Yeah. And uh, I've learned. I haven't done one, you know, live in person in a while, but I've learned to, like, Lord, I would like to remember all these lines, uh -huh. but if I do not, uh -huh. get your point across. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, I've learned. I've learned to 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 remind myself to do it that way instead of, okay, Lord, help me remember this one line because this line is so good. Right. It's yeah. so good. Mm -hmm. um, actually, one of the lines, and I, I remember it all the way because it, it affects me personally where it says, um, worry is like a rocking chair. Mm -hmm. Gives you something good to do, but it takes you nowhere. Right. And I always remember that line. Anytime I do that skit, because I've done it several times, and I'm like, I, I know I will get that in there because it's a, one, it's a good line, uh -huh. but it's personal to mm -hmm. me on, on something like that. So, yeah. Well, I think that lines. Oh, I'm sorry. I think that lines up with your identity because you um, you want to um, get the point across, but you know who you are in Christ, that you're a representative mm -hmm. of God, you're a vessel for him, and so you would, it's more preferable for you to um, to get that his message across than it is for you to get in that good one-liner. Yeah. Um, and so, and I think that that's a lot, I know that that's something that I've worked on even with my own children, is aligning their identity with their behavior. Um, you know, we had an issue um, a couple of days ago with my youngest, with Asher, um, you know, I have a standard in the house that the way certain things are to be done. And, you know, I, you know, I, I even use the, the verse that, you know, we do everything to the glory of God. And so it was like, I want excellence. I expect excellence out right. of you because that's who you are. And he's like, that's not who I am. Um, and so, you know, I, I let it go. But then we sat down and said, no, this is who you are. You are right. a man of excellence, and so this is why we need to do it. Um, one of my favorite examples of that is, um, you know, when you're switching and you're aligning your identity and your actions in line with your identity is the, um, oh, there's a famous um, motivational speaker who talks about that, and you hang, like, say that you're a 75-degree person, and you're hanging out, but you go to hang out with these people who are, like, 90-degree people. And so as long as you're hanging out with them, you'll come up to 90 degrees. Well, when you're not hanging out with them anymore, you'll go back to 75 because that's who you see yourself as. Mm. But when you see yourself as that 95 degree person, you're never going to accept 70 degrees out of yourself again because you see yourself as that 95 right. degree person. That's who you are. And so aligning that, even with my, my health 
journey, I align myself with the fact, no, I am a healthy person. Mm-hmm. I don't eat trash food. I, um, you know, I, I believe in, in exercising because I am an athlete. And so, so moving who I think I am to, to line up with that identity, it aligns my actions. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that, then that brings to this point, um, and we'll, we'll, just, we'll touch on this one a little bit, and then we will we'll end this session of the podcast. But um, it brings us to this point because if you can recognize on who you are with, in Christ, uh-huh. then you'll elevate yourself to that to God's standard instead of our standard that we have uh-huh. for for you know us here on earth. But it's it's great is that Satan's kingdom uh-huh. is aware of who you are, right? And uh, a lot of the times, you know, I look at I look at myself and I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not good enough for this, or I'm not good enough for that, mm-hmm. and um, and that's what Satan wants me mm-hmm. to remember about myself. Like, yeah, you stay right here where I want you, and he does that with everybody. Uh, so if you're, you know, if you're listening, you know, you're not whatever you think you are. You have to dive into your word and find out what, who God says you are mm-hmm. and then you'll realize because Satan already knows who we are we know exactly mm-hmm. who um, where because we see that in Job mm-hmm. where Job or the, not Job where Satan goes to God mm-hmm. and gets permission to mess with Job mm-hmm. and so um, I, I really I really like that that point where Satan already knows who we are mm-hmm. but he wants you to believe you're something different Right. That was my favorite part of the whole yeah. sermon. Like that made me like stand up on the inside mm-hmm. when he was yeah. like, um, you know, one day and it was the, the part that says one day evil will answer, just like the, the spirit yeah. that you had had said, you know, Paul I know, who are you? Yeah. Someday evil's gonna ask, Who are you? Yep. Someday your marriage is gonna fall apart and and so evil's gonna ask, Who are you? And who you are, who you answer that to be is is important and that's going to align your actions to come coming forward right yeah and i think so uh, so often we um we we identify with what we're struggling with at that time right or or you know and 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 so if you know if i'm struggling with you know finances then in that moment i may you know i may see myself as a broke person or someone who struggles with money or if i'm see, or, or whatever you know whatever your it is and so um, you know, obviously God sees the finished product in us, and so for whatever reason, a lot of believers struggle with, you know, seeing ourselves the way God sees us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he sees that restored masterpiece picture that maybe somebody else is looking at and sees it where it is right now. I right. see it where it's, it's damaged, or I see it where it's, it needs to be, you know, dusted off and things like that. But God sees it, you know, past that progression where it's already been cleaned, it's been restored, and all that. And but, but because we see ourselves a lot of times the way the outside people see us, where well, I see Gary right now in this moment where he isn't, you know, he isn't beautiful, he isn't, he hasn't been restored, he or whatever that looks like, and we identify, you know, ourselves in that moment, and and there's got to be a shift where we can say, okay, I see myself as God sees me as this finished product, and like it's it's crazy because if you really, I don't know, like for me, like it 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 does my heart good to know that that. Christ died for me, knowing that I wasn't at that time. I wasn't finished. Like He sees me finished, but He knows all the time I'm going to mess up. All the, you know, all of that. And yet He still decided to to die for me. And yet I 
I still don't always identify the way he sees me. Like, he didn't die to get no junk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yet, yet, a lot of times I see myself as that junk. And so there's, there's got to be a switch that, that, um, that we as, as Christians are like, okay, well, I'm going to see myself as God sees me. Yes, I stumbled, I messed up, but I'm still righteous. Yes, I struggle with this area, yet I'm still... You know, I'm, I'm still, whatever it is, whatever the promises and things that God has called us to be. And uh, when we can do that, I think it's going to be amazing in, in the, in the uh, as Pastor Gujek said, the capital C churches. I think we'll see revival throughout the world. I'm like, like seriously, but we gotta, we got to get on board with that. Yeah, yeah, we will. I mean, I think that in, in this world we behave and think the way that... Um, other way other people treat us oh yeah like we will act yeah. okay well if you treat me bad then there's something wrong with me right um you know and there's always that quote you know that you know, people treat you horrible there's something wrong with them there's nothing wrong with you right but you know i think that um because of just who we are as people in this world of craziness that we often listen to those voices because mm-hmm. those are the loudest yeah um you know god's not going to come and yell in your ear right he, he might sometimes get your attention, but most of the time it's, it's still a small voice mm-hmm. where he comes and he's quietly listened to. And, and if we're not tuned into his station, mm-hmm. then all we're going to get is that static yeah. from the world. Um, I know, like, personally, like, I've struggled with, because I don't look like the way I used to. I think that goes for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, I, I, but I, I compare myself to high school me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, versus me now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was in high school, I had a full head of hair. It was great, Gary. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, you know, and I weighed less. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wasn't taking care of my um, diabetes the way I should have been. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm 16 or 17, you know, teenager, you know, I wanted to live yeah. my life the way I wanted to live. And so... I live it, and so the higher your blood sugars are, the more your body will just start, you know, eating itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, that, you know, and so I still sometimes struggle with the way that I look mm-hmm. is because there's a standard in this world where, you know, so it's not just women who deal with the standard mm-hmm. of yeah. beauty. It's mm-hmm. the men that struggle with that too. And so yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll be like trying to fix my hair. I'm like, oh, come on, get I need more of you. And um, so, you know, I still struggle with that sometimes. So every once in a while, you know, I'll just be like, I don't know, whatever, I'm just going to go home. Eat my chips. It's hard because, like you said, we see ourselves through the the eyes of whoever is looking at us. And unfortunately, they only see today's snapshot of us. Right. They see, you know, Robbie right now. They see Gary right now. And right now, I may just cut somebody out. And so now that's how they see me, and then I start identifying myself yep. that way. And the truth is told, you know, we're a summation of all, you know, I'm, I'm not just, like, it's, it's interesting how, you know, we talked earlier in the in the podcast about um, identifying ourselves and other people identifying ourselves by what we do. Most of us work, what, 40, 45 hours a week? That's it. All the other hours, you're still a father, you're still a man, you're still, you know, you're still a Christian. You're still all these other things, but we identify. We pick this one thing, yeah. and and that's what we do. Like we see people see us in this one area right now. The day they the day they saw us at Walmart, this is their snapshot of me. Uh, they didn't see me six years ago. They don't see me six months from now. 
they only see me right now, and that's what we hang our hat on. And, and, and like it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's rough. yeah, it's it it, it can it can really uh, I think that that voice gets louder every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It kind of sneaks up on you and just like. Well, I think the good um, example that was given to us yesterday on that was the idea of the butterfly. Mm. You have a caterpillar first, and then the you know it goes into its chrysalis and emerges as the butterfly. We never call it a caterpillar again. And even if you see that butterfly later on with a torn wing, it's still Still a butterfly. butterfly. And that's who we are. We are still a new creation. Um, And so to identify with that new creation. Uh, regardless of the other things, or to to see ourselves hidden in Christ, yeah. regardless of um, the other actions that go on around us, to remember who we are. Oh, you know, one of my favorite ones that he had said that really stuck with me was, um, I guess it was Queen Elizabeth when she was little, was supposed to sit in on a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was supposed to sit in on a meeting, and, you know, she was being a kid, and, and her mother got on to her and said, I need you to sit here and be respectful. And, you know, she did it again. And so she went back to her and said, I need you to sit here and be respectful. And so the third time she went back to her and she said, "Um, do you know who you are? Well, yes, she's a princess. Do you know who you're going to be? Someday she's Mm -hmm. going to be queen. I need you to act like you know who you are and you know who you're going to be. And then finally she, she rose to the occasion because it was about her identity and not about her behavior. Right. Yeah, yeah, so that was really powerful too. Yeah, yeah, that, I Yeah, I uh, I like the one about the butterfly too because that's one. Every time I see a butterfly, I think of a butterfly. I remember my grandmother because on her journey from living in the world to being in heaven, mm-hmm. um, her pastor talked talked to her about from the but the from the caterpillar mm-hmm. to the butterfly, mm-hmm. and so it was. I I, I promise you. On the day she died, uh-huh. hanging from her house Aww. was uh, the, the cocoon or the, uh, whatever. The chrysalis. Was, the chrysalis. Yeah. And then the day of her funeral, there mm-hmm. were butterflies around it. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. That so is it was. Amazing. I always love those cool. stories of butterflies. Yeah. And then my mom and uh, sister, one of them got t- a tattoo of a butterfly oh, on their yeah. shoulder. And so. Um, that's a God nod. That's what yeah. I call that. So yeah. One thing that I say um, uh, to the podcast world out there, uh, my profession, not who I am, but my profession is a therapist. And one of the things I've said to a lot of my clients, because, I mean, Christians have struggles with identity, as do uh, people in the world. And um, there's one one young lady who, um, you know, she's, I think she's 10, and she struggles with, you know, being bullied and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I walked up to her, you know, during the session, I said, so what if I just walked up to you and was like, hey, Crystal, and her name is not Crystal, and she was like, okay, and I was like, would you answer, would you respond to that? And she was like, no, and I was like, well, what if I was like, saying it louder, Crystal, you know, and she was like, okay, and I was like, well, would you respond? And she was like, no, and I said, so if I'm just yelling Crystal over and over to you, would you respond? And, and she was like, no, and I said, why? And she was like, well, that's not my name, that's not, you know, that's not who she identifies right. as. And I was like, so just because someone sees you or calls you or, you know, whatever that is, we don't have to answer and identify just because someone sees us or calls a certain thing. And so, um, like, it, it, you know, it's, it, it, uh, like I said, so many people even outside of, uh, you know, the faith struggle with identity. And we answer a lot of times 
to what other people's call you. Know, right. The enemy is going to call us all kinds of things. And we're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe you're right. I, I failed that test today. Maybe I am dumb. Yeah. You know, like, no, just or I because, have that thought. Maybe well, I yeah. am dumb. Or, or exactly. Yes. And just yeah. because someone calls, don't answer to it. Right. Don't, don't, don't take that as your captive thought. You right. know, and, and like, okay, well, I am that. Yeah. Uh, this... Uh, Oh well, 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 this this part. But when you were talking before, you were talking about um, well, since we've been talking about identity and who you said the snapshot of what people see you now. That's what that's the snapshot people will look at you as, and until they see you the next time or whatever. But it, the thought came into my head that is, I mean, it's a good saying to say, but God has a time lapsing camera. Mm-hmm. That he sees you from the beginning mm-hmm. until the end. Mm-hmm. That 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 you know he, he doesn't judge. He doesn't stop and say this is who you are at this point in your life. But he sees you. This is who you were, and this is where I see you now. And mm-hmm. it's at the end of the line. Um, I was saying, okay, well that's yeah. So if you're listening, I think Gary and Heather, mm-hmm. God already sees you at the end of your line, and. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who so I think it's a good, good thing to remember. Um, not just a, not just a uh, Snapchat yeah. filter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, not Snapchat. See me through my filter today. Yeah, you're not the puppy dog. Right. You're the, <laughs> but uh, and so in a, in a world we live in today, your identity—that's the identity of who you are. It's who people focus on. Mm-hmm. They there's so many issues going on in in the world today, and not just political issues and not just I mean but we have you know lifestyle issues mm-hmm. and people will look at your lifestyle and like well that's who they are mm-hmm. but you know we you know maybe that's who they are but maybe they're living their lifestyle but don't let people identify on um, what they see at that moment because that's not that's not that's not the finalist at the end no. and so we're still growing. We're, we're in, the process. In, a, in a world focused on identity, mm-hmm. um, either change that or continue to live out whatever your identity is. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, whether and I, well, I guess the best advice I can give you: if you're, you know, you're a Christian, your identity is in Christ. But if you know someone who isn't mm-hmm. a follower of Christ, there, I they. What, what they're going through right now is not who God has called them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so just continue to love on them and then share what could possibly be their identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. That uh, an overcomer. I mean, God calls mm-hmm. us overcomer. And so that can, be, that can be the one thing because, you know, especially in the midst of the pandemic, mm-hmm. we've seen a, a high, a, an uptick of suicides mm-hmm. and depression and anxiety and all these things. And that's just a snapshot of where people are right now in this world. And so we have to, as Christians, that's our job to love on them and share what the identity of Christ says according to his word. So... Um, I, lo- I really loved, I love Artie, that we just entered the first act of this series. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Bam, got it in. So, and you said something about one-liners. We, yes, we love the one-liners. We so, do love the one-liners. We do. Gary, yeah, I don't know about you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this one is a little bit longer episode again, you know, but it was a good one, I think. And uh, I'm excited to get this uploaded tomorrow morning. 
and then um, with, with, with the good things on. Yeah, I'll get some like Earth, Wind, and Fire for you, Gary. Yeah, I'll I want pick that. that. I'll pick that. Gotta get the rights to it. Yeah, gotta, gotta. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just have you play some like cover of it, there, there of, of one other song. Let's grow tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. I, maybe I, not that song. I, I've just been, i just been on this oldies kick, and you know, it's from the fifties and sixties, seventies, eighties. I mean, I'm just, it's just all nice. good music, and so. I'm a parody guy, so if I can find a good song and then I a good secular song that it, one doesn't Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah, Weird Al Yankovic it to uh, to a, a Christian parody. So, because those are always cheesy anyway. So, right. yeah. so, well, I appreciate you guys coming on here, and I hope that those of you who are listening enjoyed it. Um, you know, you might need to take a potty break in this one. It's pretty long, so. Uh, I thought I heard someone out there. Bart, well, thank you guys for joining, and uh, well, I'll see you. Oh, yes, and we have a Bible study Wednesday at 6.40-ish. That's when it, uh, we start, yeah. and then prayer uh, night is on uh, Thursday night at about 8.45, I think. 8.45 to 15 minutes, and yeah. so. 8.30 to 8.45. Oh, 8.30 to 8.45. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. And then, of course, Sunday, every Sunday here as on Community Church at 11. Mm-hmm. Prayer time starts at 10.45. Prayer starts at 10.45. And you can see Heather and I leading worship, not hitting the notes, and letting the spirit move. Uh, <laughs> whew, and amen. we have some new people with us. We do. Yes. Yeah. It, was a, it was a good, it was a good Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be back. Awesome. Yeah. I, I love yes, it. We so, did not run them off. So yeah. Right. Exciting. So I hope that online is sounding good still because... We, I know we struggled there for a little bit with our online sound, so I think it's good. I haven't received any text messages. Usually usually during service, I'll get, hey, uh, it's really staticky, or hey, it's like, I can't do anything. The assumption is that it's your fault. It is, because well, I'm, the, I'm the only one back there. But I've had Asher helping me out the past two weeks, so yes, getting he's things ready. Yeah, he's, been he's, doing, he's doing a good job. So, good. all right, well, again, I appreciate you guys coming on, and uh, maybe I'll have... I'll think about having Heather on you on again. I don't know about Gary. So we'll see. Get it for me. Yeah. (laughs) All right, podcast people, you guys have a great night, and thank you for listening.